In this video, I'm going to show you how I dye um, fiber or roving. What I've done is I have this tin that you can get at any grocery store or um, kitchen supply store. And I also have a cookie sheet rack, a cooling rack that's underneath. This is just to keep the fiber lifted um, off of the bottom so when the water drips through, if there's any excess dye, it will um, just go on the bottom. And I can easily lift out this um, tray to take any excess water out of there. So first what I did was I used this, this tray and I laid my fiber out, something similar to this where I've just kind of circled it around and I laid it in the fiber, or sorry, in the water to soak. And I have a picture to show you um, how that looked. And what I did is I just laid it in the water, water with vinegar, and let it soak, let it uh, absorb the, the water. And once it was completely absorbed, I have now taken it out and wrung out as much water as possible. Now, uh, when I did put it in the water, at first I just let it soak right on top, like I did with the yarn, if you've seen my other uh, dyeing tutorial, where I put the yarn right on top of the water and let it uh, float there and slowly soak in. But then, after a while, I did kind of press the fiber down into the water just a little bit and you could feel the um, the air bubbles coming up as you hold held the fiber down under the water. So I did that just to kind of speed it along a little bit but then I allowed it to set for about another hour after that uh, just to make sure that the, the fiber was completely um, submerged and had absorbed as much water as it could. So now I'm going to show you what I'm going to do with this. Now today I'm using uh, Wilton's Cake Dyes and these are all food safe which is another reason I like to use them so I don't have to worry about you know using it in my oven and whatnot and I've gone ahead and mixed my mixture what I did with this is I boiled some water and put it in the jar and then added the, um, the Wilton's cake decorating um, dyes. This is the kind that is non, it doesn't have any other, just, it's just the, the coloring. So I have about um, 200 milliliters of water and I added to the yellow, I added about a tablespoon. To the other two colors, the green and the purple, which I will be using today as well, I only added about a half of a tablespoon. I added more for the yellow because I wanted a vibrant yellow and I was nervous that it wasn't gonna be quite as bright as I wanted it. So I have two bottles here. And the reason I have two bottles is because I decided that I would like to have two shades of each color. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to measure out the dye um, and put two different um, amounts of the dye in the water. I have about five ounces of water in each of these bottles. So I'll go ahead and I'm going to measure out approximately um, 45 milliliters. And I'm going to add that to the first 
bottle. Okay, and then on the second bottle, which I'm going to want a little bit stronger strength, I'm going to go ahead and put 60 milliliters in there. It's not quite 60, but we can add a little bit more. So I want this one to be a little bit stronger strength. And I can still add a little bit more than that because it looks like it's about the same, a little bit less. I'm just going to go ahead and fill this one up to about 8 ounces with the dye. So that will be my stronger strength. Now I will go ahead and do this for the other two colors and then I will come back and show you how I'm going to color the dye on the fiber today. Okay, so now I'm ready to start um, adding the color. So for each of the dyes, I have um, the, the stronger strength has eight um, ounces of water plus dye, and the lighter strength has about six and a half ounces with the dye. So, because I started with, with um, five ounces of water each. And I'm just going to add this color just like I did when I did my hand painting of the yarn. And I'm just going to um, just start adding color wherever I want. And the thing about the fiber is you have to make sure that you get it in um, to all the crevices. Um, the yarn is much easier because you can easily get it in by moving it around. Because the fiber is kind of compressed to begin with, it makes it a little bit more difficult to get the dye in between um, and get all the, that color in there. And I should really be wearing gloves because my fingers are gonna be colored. So I'm going to go ahead and grab some gloves. So just hang on just a second. Okay, so I'm starting with the lightest shade of yellow here, and I'm just trying to get the color to go throughout. Right now, I don't think, yeah, there's not very much water that's going all the way through, so I'm not too concerned just yet with that. But I do want to keep an eye on that to make sure that I don't um, get a lot of water underneath there with dye, because I don't want... The color to get through. Now I'm wondering, um, this is still a very bright yellow even though this is the lighter of the two. So I may not have made enough of a difference between the two different colors, but that's okay. And I am starting with the lightest color, um, the yellow, because I don't want uh, to have it bleed too much with the other colors. So you just take your time and um, add the color however you like. I'm just doing straight across lines here because I do have the fiber in a, in a circle. I started on the outside and I just circled it into the inside. So, and as I'm going through, I'm just trying to make sure that I am picking up color all the way through the fiber. That's the most important thing. The last time I dyed fiber, I did not get enough dye in the fiber so I had a lot of white space so when I ended up applying it um, the fiber was very muted and very uh, pastel colors so I'm trying to go for something a little bit more vibrant this time 
um, we'll see how, how it turns out. So I'm just going to go ahead and continue painting. I'm nearly out of this color here, so I may have to be mixing up some more color as well. Um, I do have a little bit more uh, dye that I've already mixed up. But I will go ahead and continue painting, and then once I am ready to heat set it, I will come back and go through that process with you as well. Okay, as I start to add the green, I'm going to try and keep the green a little bit away from the yellow, just so that if it does happen to, um, to bleed in just a little bit, um, I don't have too much taken away from the yellow. So I'm just going to try and keep it just a tiny bit away from the yellow as I'm adding the color here. And I'm going to saturate this as much as I possibly can. to get the color in there. Okay, now I'm moving on to the purple. And I wanted to tell you that each time that I've gone to the next color, I'm not getting too much um, water going underneath, but I have tried to absorb that extra water before moving on just to be sure that I don't get any overflow. And I'm going to do the same thing here where I'm going to try not to get too close to the yellow um, while I saturate. And then um, hopefully it won't bleed too much. So I'll go ahead and do this and then I will back, be back again. Okay, so here's what I'm finding. Even though the top of this fiber looks quite saturated, I'm finding that the color is not going all the way through. So just be sure to turn your fiber over um, to get underneath. Just like we did when we did the yarn dyeing, um, it's the same thing. Now, the yellow did not um, experience the same problem, and it may be that I had because I, it was because I had more dye in the batch. So next time, I think what I will do is put a full tablespoon of each color in the two, two millile or 200 milliliters of water to start because the yellow seemed to be quite saturated even on the bottom um, without having to turn it over. So um, that's the only difference between the, between the two different colors is that the green and the purple, I only put half a tablespoon of the dye in the water because, because I thought it would be a little bit darker than the yellow, but the, um, as it turns out, it might just need that full tablespoon of dye. So I will continue to paint. Okay, so as it turns out, I didn't have to mix any more dye. Um, but I did use it all, or just about all of it. Um, I am going to go ahead and soak up this excess water in here before I cook it. And I do mean cook it. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my oven 
and I'm going to set the temperature for about 250 and probably let it cook for about 45 minutes. Um, I just want to make sure that it gets hot enough. So if I check it after 45 minutes and it doesn't seem to be very hot, then I will um, let it sit a little bit longer in the oven. And I'm not going to rinse it before I put it in the oven. I'm going to go ahead and put it in the oven just like this. I'm not too worried about the um, the dye mixing anymore. Um, even if it if it goes down into the bottom of the pan, it should be fine because it is lifted up a little bit. And we'll see how it turns out. So I'm going to go ahead and pop it in the oven. And again, I'm going to preheat the oven first and then put it in the oven. So once the oven is preheated to 250 degrees, then I will pop this in the oven and set the timer for 45 minutes. Okay, everything is all cooked now, and after I took it out of the um, oven, which I ended up leaving it in the oven for an hour and a half versus the 45 minutes, after 45 minutes, I just touched it to see if you know, if it was warm, it was, it was a bit warm, but it didn't feel like it was really hot. So I left it in another 45 minutes after that. And then afterwards I took it out and let it, um, cool to room temperature, which really didn't take very long at all. Uh, probably 15 or 20 minutes and it was cool to room temperature. I have since, um, run it under kind of room temperature water in the, in the, um, sink and um, rinsed it just to get some of the vinegar out and all the water rinsed completely clear so I don't have to worry about any um, bleeding. I did have a little bit of um, overlay. I got a little lazy when I was doing that final color of purple so it kind of got into that yellow a little bit there but other than that um, it came out pretty cool and now I'm just going to uh, completely wring it out and try and get as much water as I can out. I'm not going to, um, I'm going to try not to touch it as much, you know, I'm going to try not to handle it, um, or I'm going to handle it as little as possible to get the water out. And then I'm going to hang it up to dry. And uh, we'll see how it turns out when it's completely dry and the colors show their fullest. And once it once it starts to dry a little bit, I can kind of fluff it up a little bit because right now it's really compacted. And in order to really get it dry, I'm going to have to probably fluff it up a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. So I hope you enjoyed this tutorial on dyeing fiber. Bye. So I hope you liked that tutorial. I did want to show you what the um, fiber looked like when it was all um, dry and finished. So here it is. It came out really cool. I've been dying to start spinning this, but I didn't want to start it until I was able to show you the braid all nice and pretty. But it came out really neat. And I'm very excited about um, how, how it turned out. So I'm going to probably start spinning this very soon. Um, I don't have anything on the ladybug or the sidekick right now. And um, I think I might try and spin it on the sidekick. So, very fun. I'm, I'm excited. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to split it a couple of times. And then, like, split it down the center. And then um, spin it. And then Navajo ply it. I'm going to spin it all in one bobbin.
so I can keep the colors together because I think that would be would be very pretty. So I hope you enjoyed that tutorial and I hope you will give that a try this month. So that is the fiber.